Thank you for tuning in to Walk on O Block. I'm Cameron, your host, and my co-host. David Yamo. And we got a special guest on, famous wow. Buckeye faithful, not from Ohio, but representing the gang, Corey Jeanette. What's going on? What's going on, bro? Not a whole lot. Thank you for joining us. Post Penn State, talk about a great game that we saw. Well, big game. Depending on you know what side you on, but so we saw we saw some good things from Ohio State uh, this past weekend against Penn State. You know, going into the game, they was they was talking about Penn State was going to run us out the game, and you know their quarterback was big time, and how it was a rivalry game for him because Ohio State didn't offer him, and he's a Ohio guy, and all this stuff. So. But you know, we, we shut them up real quick. We held them to uh one one and sixteen on third down, one and three on um fourth down, and then rushing yards held them to 49 rushing yards, which is crazy because they got a good running game. So when you talk about offensive side of the ball, what's some good thing you saw on the offensive side of the ball? Who's going for it first? Honestly, I didn't know if the pause was because I ain't seen nothing good on offense or if the pause was because we didn't know who was going first. But um, I we mean, should, we probably we probably should discuss this before we hit record. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's all good. But I mean, if if we're talking like first half, not much. Um, yeah, you know. But um, you know, we saw sometimes some stretches where the run game would work, some stretches where they didn't. Um, we saw receivers running open. That's always good. Um, couldn't seem to hit on them. Um, I I don't know. We saw we saw a bunch of that. Offensively, it was pretty chaotic. I don't know what you saw, CJ. Uh, personally, I feel I feel kind of the same way, but I just I like that. Obviously, I saw a lot of receivers running open, but I felt like the offense in the first half could have been a whole lot better, just based on down and distance. If Kyle would hit a couple of throws, like in terms <laughs> of getting in the rhythm, you know, he he was missing like slant routes on on first down that would have you know started drives off a little better, and it. Uh, Shorten the playbook a little bit when he when he missed those throws on first down, because I don't think Ryan trusts him that much. It's like that bubble he missed on the Marvin. Um, yeah. What you call it? I, I remember that it was like second and eight. He missed that on that bubble, and it it was it was it was, it was gone. The bubble was gone for at least like twenty before he got touched. And well, I, mean, yeah. I mean, if you're missing on those, when we don't get yards on first down, Ryan tightens up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's kind of scary. I well, you know, the first couple of drives when Marvin's getting frustrated, Kyle's getting frustrated. I was like, ah, oh, shoot! Like, I don't know, I don't know what the rest of this game about to be. And you know, Marvin, uh, if I remember correctly, had had a couple of drops again this game, but it wasn't obviously wasn't as bad as uh, the game before when he had three drops in, in the elements. So yeah. but he still he still did Marvin things. You know, set records, most 150 yard games in Ohio State history. <laughs> so I mean. No matter how targets, I mean, our whole offense was just throw at 18. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no matter how bad he plays, I mean, he still puts up numbers. Yeah, Um, I mean, I I just think how like the whole game becomes like, what do they want to do? Like, literally, the whole game is just what are they going to do to 18 and how are they going to shade the defense to 18? And if our play isn't to get 18 the ball, which most of the time the first read is literally even the, the, the fumble for six that came back. Our the reason he he was over there double clutching was because you know obviously you know eighteen got held and he eighteen was his first read, um, so you know our whole offense is really just based off either getting eighteen the ball or the looks that we get off of that you know the end arounds off of that or the you know running game when the when when, when the safety you know cheats over there so it's just it, it's really interesting 
you know, I, I feel like we've had receiver centric offenses, obviously, but now it's like one dude. <laughs> and it's yeah. like one dude that 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 our whole offense uh is around. And so it's a little weird. Even more so with Mech being out. For sure. Nah, yeah. uh, for sure, definitely. Yeah. But I mean, I I feel like in the past two weeks when the Mech has been out, Carnell Tate has stepped up. You know, he he he's filled those shoes pretty well, which gives me a lot of hope for the years to come. But I mean, Omeka does obviously bring that different dynamic to the offense that, you know, we've been missing. And I think that we're going to definitely need come, you know, Wisconsin and the game. So, uh, yeah, but I, I know he'll be back before then. So. Yeah. Ryan said today they think he'll, uh, he'll, he'll be back for Wisconsin. I, I'm, uh, all due respect to the Wisconsin program, but, uh, you know, but, you know, it, if your ankle's still hurting, dog, like you can take another week if you need to, bro. Yeah, like for you sure. know what I mean, yeah. like I, I definitely think we're gonna need everybody we can get. Uh, for you know, you don't want to look look past opponents, obviously, but we're gonna need everybody we can get for that team up north. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 kind of looking past Wisconsin, not really, but kind of, I'm kind of looking past Michigan State. I mean, those should be easy wins. I'm not too I'm not too worried about those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's there's certain things that we'll look for, obviously. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like the timing was off on a lot of our offense, like as far as like like that bubble screen I referenced, um, the slant route that uh, Corey was talking about. It's like timing things or where the ball should be and like certain things. Um, I, I just feel like continual reps, right? Like that that's that's all you can ask for. And in these games mm-hmm. where you already know your talent is going to win out, you can really work on you know, those those things that you're going to need when, you know, it's a matchup, you know, your talent is matching up, Mike, and that that, that game is going to be our last game of the season. Yeah. I think uh, I think Kyle was anticipating pressure, so he was letting the ball go out a little faster than it actually needed to come out. What did y'all see from the offensive line? Like, because um, from well. – Yeah, I, I thought they played pretty well too. In the, in the, uh, in the passing game, in the passing game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought the running game was uh, honestly hit or miss, and it was kind of like a, a play-by-play basis. Like, I really don't have any, like, over – like, there was some plays where we were dominant up front, and mm-hmm. then, like, where Mayan is going seven yards without getting touched. Um, and then there's obviously the plays where you're just like, dude, how is, like, a linebacker coming through unblocked, and they're they're not even – you know what I mean? Or w- whatever yeah. the case may be. Like, why are we not climbing? Why are we not getting the second level? So. I mean, like you still see that with the run game, but you also see. So I feel like, you know, it, there's a lot of years where you think about like the shortcomings that you have as a team. And, you know, it's just like this dude sucks or like, you know what I mean? Like whatever the case may be, your your line can't pass pro. You you don't have a good running game. It's it's none of that. It's always stuff that is just like, dude, like just one thing gets messed up in a play and it messes up the whole play. Yeah. And you know, and to answer that, like I think the offensive line played well, to play well also. And you know, when you saw Kyle, uh, first couple drives, and he was you know shaky, throwing the ball, dirt in it, like you know, t- missed time and everything. And then you look at the game against Notre Dame, and you know he played well against Notre Dame. But um, even then, he was inconsistent. Even bit. then, he was inconsistent. So uh, I'm thinking, like, all right, so even though he's doing good enough in these big time games like is he really ready to be cemented into a qb1 role against these top level teams i don't think so 
And that's then that's what I said to myself. I was like, I don't think he's ready for this for real. Not nah, nah. because I mean, you, like those are obviously like those uh, mistiming throws and stuff like that. I mean, it's pregame jitters. That's you snapping the ball. Your your internal clock is going faster than it is on mm-hmm. the field. Then so the you're like, going. okay, got to get the ball out now. And I think there was a slant to the 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 slant to that was JB I think in the slot, and uh, JB wasn't even out of his break yet. And Kyle's throwing the ball, and he's like, "Yo, like," and he, I mean, he wasn't pressured, and yeah. it was just, it was just that Kyle's like, they get these guys, they got some big dudes on the defensive line, which I mean, obviously they did, but I think he's, it's his his emotions and his uh his tensions are running real high, like too high, to be, like, okay, this is gonna be the QB one for the next two years. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, he's he's not doing a good job with his feet in the pocket. He's doing yeah. a lot of fading away from his throws, and his, mm-hmm. his feet are his feet are speeding up his reads. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. De- de- definitely jittery feet, and and I also think like, um, I I I think partially he he feels like he. I, I'm not sure. Like, I'll give you an example. I, I feel like the game he played last week against Purdue was the best game he's played all year, quite frankly. And yeah, I, I feel like. Um, I don't know if he let that like get in his head or whatever, as far as like the matchup and, you know, it's a Penn state matchup and, you know, you start to tighten up when you're hearing all week about, you know, it's a matchup game you're hearing people pick Penn state. But I I said, when we talked last week came, I was like, if he plays how he played against Purdue, I I feel fine about, you know, how we play. Yeah. And I I just don't feel like he played that way. Like, like Corey said, I feel like he was, he was really rushed um, as far as, as far as his feet goes, I feel like, he would lock into reads. If we think about um, that Carnell, that Carnell Tate seam route, I mean, first of all, that was a miss. Um, could could have still connected, um, but beyond that, you had you you know you had your fly route on the other side. It was clearly just a vertical play, but he had a fly route right next to him that was you know that had the the, the DB was nowhere. The seat, the corner was not in phase at all. You know what I mean? So um, I mean, there's just those are a lot of things that you know. These games are big games, but there's no game like the game. And so, you know, you you, yeah. you do you do start to get a little nervous that like are these issues that we're gonna see, you know, when the pressure is the biggest that it will be. It's scaring me because I feel like he's had a few throws that should have been intercepted. Yeah. Uh, the, the the last drive against Notre Dame, he threw a ski that should have been right. That should have been an interception, yeah. yeah. That's terrible read. And then uh, one one this past game, I think it was a seam route that Kay Stover in the red zone. It got tipped up in the air, but you know, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it's double cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and like think about the the throw. He threw a slant route to Marv, and Marv was blanketed, but he ended up catching it, and it was the, the DPI. <laughs> if you remember that, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean, Marv is a certified dog, so <laughs> yeah. uh, he's in a league of his own. But even stuff like that, like he's not open, but. You know, he's snapping the ball thinking, okay, I got to get this ball out. And obviously he played with Marvin in high school. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to throw this ball at him. Like, screw it. Like, he down there somewhere. And, you know, just throw the ball at him, whatever. And, you know, that was a good DB that was on him. They were talking about him being the first-round pick and everything like that. But he can't be comfortable consistently making those types of throws because, you know, eight times out of ten, that's a pick. Yeah, It's just not sustainable offense. It's not. Right. Nobody's nobody's made him pay yet. Yeah. Right. Right, right. So, um, you know, I I would really hope Kyle McCord really, I guess, just tighten like tightens up. I mean, you know, those 
the the coaches say that saying that when players get into those big games, they run out onto the field, out the tunnel, and then they see all the big lights and the fans of the other team, and then they butthole get like, nah. But hey, real, yo. real tight, real tight. They like, oh no, yo, yo, yeah, what am I about to get into? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, that was a that was a perfect case. Um, of uh, uh, and if anybody's gonna, if that's gonna happen to anybody, it can't be the quarterback. Like, it it, it cannot be the quarterback. So I'm gonna just need him to kind of settle down because if he goes into into the game like that, I mean, they're gonna capitalize on that. Especially Kyle, because that's like that's supposed to be him. Like as far as right. any quarterback, you ask like what what is his you know big arm? You know, not necessarily. He has a good arm. Uh, does he kill you with accuracy? <laughs> he's not. He's no CJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he's not very. He's not too mobile. But you know, we were always told he was just cool and calm under pressure and consistent. And so I always understood the vision because I'm like, you know. Maybe the highs aren't as high as we'll see from a normal Ohio State quarterback, but if we can get this level of consistency from a quarterbacking position, I mean, that's all we really need. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. fine in all the other positions. And so when you've got a quarterback who's so who can be inconsistent in these games and where, you know, the easy throws aren't easy, you know, like they said, make the easy plays easy. Yeah. You know, that 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 that's a little worrisome. Um and you know we'll get to it, but you know thankfully we had a defense that was taking off you know pressure off my shoulders. Yeah, for sure. And like I said at the beginning of the year, and I'll say every week, Kyle don't have doesn't have to be that good because yeah. you know of all the weapons around us. But you know, I uh, to that point, I never liked when Ryan said that. When he said that about Kyle, like when he said that's what you're looking for in a quarterback, I feel like you you know minimize their skill set. Like, cause Kyle could be better, but he feels like he just needs to be consistent. He just needs to make the right play. But I feel like, I mean, if you if you draft a quarterback, I mean, he's he's probably pretty good. You don't want him to go out there and just try to be a you know in a game manager manager. Right, a five star. He's a five star quarterback. Most 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 programs, you know, this is their this would be their heir apparent. Right. Yeah, I just I I didn't like that in the in the quarterback battle. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I agree. Um. I want to talk about last week's running game compared to this week's running game. This week we had 79 yards on the ground. Penn State only had 49, but we also averaged the same. So we both, uh, us and Penn State, both averaged 1.9 yards a carry. Last week, Dallin Hayden went off for 80 yards by himself on 11 carries, but they're still talking about redshirting him. So do you <laughs> think that if Dallin Hayden was in this game here, we would have had a different run game? Or do you think that is just a matter of the teams we played? Um, I mean, I'll I, 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 oh. oh, go ahead. You go, you go, you go. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of in the minority here on this one. But um, I think that's just the, the difference in teams and, and, the, and, and the, the difference in matchup uh, as far as I think if you if you were to give Chip and Mayan the same carries that 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 Mayan got last week, I, I I don't I can't say for certain that they would have that they couldn't have performed as well is what I'm saying. Um, or if you put Dallin in this situation, I'm I'm just not convinced that it would have looked a lot different. Like I think there was plays that were blocked up great and perfectly um, that we gained a lot on. And I think there were game plays that we didn't block at all that I don't think any running back can really do anything out of. And then um, I, I personally think what what misses from our running game is when Travion is missing. 
because those plays that are blocked up perfectly, you know, Trevion, he, you know, he, he taking that to the crib versus, you know, when we have chip or Mayan in, you know, that'll be a 10 yard game. Yeah. But I mean, once again, I, I, I'm kind of in the minority when I say that because I know like uh, most. Bro, what of, is going on in your background? <laughs> my fault. <laughs> but uh, so I, I know, I know, like most people, they want to see Dallin in there. But you know, I, I think I personally think that you know, you know, I, 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 I like the rotation we have, and I don't understand the point of redshirting him. I mean, he's not going to be 26 years old playing at Ohio State. But I do understand if you're just like, yo, I have these three running backs ahead of down. What do you think, Corey? I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I don't I don't want to see any more full Ohio State offensive drives of Mayan Williams in the backfield. He <laughs> <laughs> should be, you know, purely situational, short yardage, you know, stuff like that. Maybe end of the game, you're trying to you're trying to run the clock out, get a first down or two, maybe. But I feel like Dallin has maybe arguably the best vision out of all four running backs that we've used. I agree. So I just, I'd rather see him get Mayans carries and, you know, Chip being the change of pace from him than mine and Chip. Because I, I think, I mean, in, in the open field running game, Chip's a better version of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're, if yeah, we're, yeah. We're, you know, between the 20s. Right. But right, yeah, right. Chip definitely has a gear that Mayan don't got. And then Travion has a gear that Chip or Mayan don't have. Because yeah. there, there was there was a couple times during the game where mine got the ball and you know there was a hole for him to go north and south and he's like oh let me bounce this like mine you ain't that type of back yeah uh, <laughs> no, yeah no. I, I think I know the exact play you're talking about yeah, yeah I mean he had he had 24 carries and only 62 yards he averaged two two point nine yards a carry um and it's just like I think if you give down the ball 24 times he getting a lot more than 62. You know, like last week, even though it was Purdue's defense last week, he's averaged seven yards a carry. And I don't I don't think that was on accident. You know, and, and like he he played against um you know big time teams last year too and you know performed well. And I don't know. I'm a big Dallin believer and I don't agree with the fact that he's being redshirted. And I think that we could use his dynamic in the backfield. Cause right now between Chip and Maya is basically just two power backs. Yeah, you know, until Travion gets back, Travion's like that, that that spell that we need. But you know, he's he's hurt every year, so like you know, so what do we do? So they're saying Travion's supposed to come back this this week. What what, what running back rotation do you guys want to see? I mean, if he comes back this week, Tra- Travion needs to be at the one. You know, I want I want to see him as like that that main ball carrier. You know, three down back, um, inside the five. Only inside the five do I want to see mine. Um, and then uh, put chip in if it's like, you know, third and two, second and three, whatever, you know, throw chip in. And um, then even if like you want to do a play action rollout or whatever and hit chip in the flats, as long as he don't try running three people and get his knock blocked off. I think but, another reason uh, we didn't we saw more mine than chip was I saw. <laughs> Well, one particular that sat him, I think, the next two quarters, just pass pro breakdowns from Chip. Um, yeah, and that, that that's what got him. That's what got him sat down last week. I know that for sure. Um, I can't say about you know other weeks than that, but you know that's something also we should. Where I'm guessing the coaching staff is definitely considering when they're when they're making these decisions. Not to say that Dallin can't pass block. I don't know. I'm not in the practice. 
That's that's what I well that's what I heard from Ryan because they were saying uh, earlier in the season he was saying Dallin hadn't been getting as much play time because of uh, they, well well he he was saying that he's great when he has the ball. So oh, I see. people were yeah. taking that as he was fumbling. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a press conference last week, and he said no, he hasn't fumbled at all. So it's I think it's definitely pass pro. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Okay, you're you're need some work in pass pro. Uh, whatever, that's fine. Just don't put him in a game on pass. Like, what I mean, what are we talking about? Like, you know, you know what but, I mean? but then like, but then your offense is then you're 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 telling your offense that that's the issue there. You're you're, you're well. You're, so you can so okay. Let me recant. Let me take that back. You can still put him in on pass downs, but have him have him chip chip the edge, run around. And, you know, go out or run run the arrow, run the swing or something like that. I mean. If you don't feel completely 100% comfortable with him in, you know, 100 like standard pass pro, then you can still pass the ball, but have him, you know, just be his dynamic self. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you cut a guy completely off the the playbook or the play scheme just because he's he's lacking in one thing. I mean, Josh Simmons lacks in one thing, which is <laughs> blocking, and that's his whole job, and he still starts every week. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, I don't, I don't. I feel like if you still have this dynamic of a player, you still have to find a way to to make it work. And I think there is a way to still make it work. Yeah. For sure. No. But but that's just me. Yeah. I'm biased. In terms of that rotation, uh if if Trevion is playing, I don't see a whole lot of uh a whole lot of space for Dallin. But if Trevion is not playing, I think the Dallin should be in the rotation in place of mine. Yeah, I mean, once you once you say Travion's not playing last week's game, I mean, last week's game against Penn State, if he, if he's one of your best three runners, and I'm, he definitely is, I, I don't understand him not playing at all and holding on to the red shirt when you still have – he could have played last week and still had two more games. Um. So I don't know. You know, that's one of those head scratchers that you're just like, I, I'm not in the building, so I guess they know better than me, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out the red shirt. So I know it's, you can't play more than 33% of your games. So you play 12 games, you can't play more than four. But at the same time, like, I don't know if it's, like, the the that four game is a – like, you cut it off somewhere. Like, if you play two games and you want a red shirt, but then you play in a bowl game, like, does that – you know, cancel the red shirt. That's fine. You, you're playing. at three. You just can't play more than four. So it doesn't matter what four games you play in nope. or what. Okay. So, cause I, I've always been curious about that. Um, but a coach isn't going to take a player into the bowl game or nothing like, like those, those, those it, the, the, the decision doesn't go into bowl games or, or postseason game. Let's pivot over to the real MVPs of the game. The defense. Defense played really well. Held Penn State 49 rushing yards, held Drew Allen to 191 passing yards and a touchdown. What are some good things you saw from the defense? Uh, saw some really good play out of Jermaine Matthews, true freshman. Just kind of kind of got plugged in there in place of Denzel Burke. <clears throat> Probably without a whole lot of notice. And, uh, you know, they don't have the best receivers in the world, but, I mean, I'm just glad we didn't see, like, a freshman mistake out of him in a big game. That one pass suggestion he had at the end was huge. Yeah, he came up real big on that. Yeah, they they were going at him. They were going at him to no avail. So, no, nah, definitely like what I saw from him. 
I like uh, what I saw from the linebackers. They've been much maligned of late uh, for good reason. <clears throat> but, you know, I thought they were they were playing well, um, filling their gaps well, tackling really well, um, you know, covering. I, I, I like what I saw from both linebackers. Cody Simon got some good uh, some good run in there, too. Yeah, I said both. Yeah, mm -hmm. all three of them. Yeah, I, all three I, of them. I used to mm -hmm. hate seeing him in the game. but Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I have too. I've, I've been on record saying I didn't want to see 30 in the game. But, no, nah, he's he's been playing well. Um, I happily recant that. Um, he's playing really well. Um, definitely on first and second down. Uh, I still got my feelings about seeing him on third along. But, you know, we'll save that for a, for a, for a different day where the defense wasn't, wasn't playing as well. Right, right. Um, the front, the front seven definitely, you know, did what they had to do. We had four sacks on the day. <clears throat> JT got there, Curry got there, Sonny got there once, and the other one was Kenyatta Jackson. And so, obviously, yeah, uh, yeah obviously the the front four was under a lot of fire the whole season because you know they ain't getting sacks, they ain't putting up stats in the box score, or whatever. But they're doing a job. So I'm really, I'm really am pleased what I saw from the front four. And like you said, the linebackers um, and definitely the secondary as well. I mean, holding Drew Aller to 191 is, isn't an easy task, especially the way he was playing so far this year. He had 12 touchdowns, no interceptions. I was hoping he threw a pick against us. But I, I, I will say, though, um, <clears throat> you know, and I'm I'm not one to, all, to always I, I really struggle with giving my opponent credit, but I do have to give them credit. He was terrible on Saturday. Like he for real sucked, and yeah. it was even watch on re. Uh, it was even worse on rewatch. It's like ah, if, if if Ohio State quarterback played like that, I mean, I could only imagine the Columbus would be on fire. But yeah, he, I, I don't want to take any credit away from our defense. This is the only time I'm mentioning it because the rest of the podcast is straight credit to the defense. But he he was a particular type of bad um, on, on Saturday. Yeah, special bad, like a special <clears throat> bad. Also, I don't think he, I, I didn't. I didn't see a whole lot of open people for him to throw to. No, to that's be, true. No, that, yeah, that, they didn't get a lot of separation. To mm -hmm. be honest, I was I was thinking about if you put Marvin on the other team, we might have been in trouble. <laughs> uh, hey, like last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 What was the name of that receiver? Parker Washington, who who was yes, going, Parker Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Parker, that boy, Parker Washington. He tore us up. There was another it's one. Always too, one. His name. It's always one. It's always one. Bell. One of these years, it was a it was a Bell. Bell was for, for up north. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So last year they definitely balled out against us, but mm -hmm. um, and I like what I saw from BIA. I think BIA finally got the swagger back. You know, I, I feel like they didn't uh have the ability to call themselves that for the past year or two. Yeah, they would have got close. <laughs> I think I think nowadays um they they're hitting their they're hitting their stride and I think now we can start calling the BIA again. I think like I think it's always important to enjoy like the regular season, enjoy the journey and every game's important. But it's so hard not to just look ahead cuz you hear all the stats about how dominant Ohio State defense was last year until those two big games at the end and you know, all, you know, you 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 hear a lot about these two games, and I really think all th th this defense. I, I think this is a championship level defense. I think this is a great defense. I think this is 100%. one of those defenses where in in four years we're looking back on this defense, we're like, oh, we had him and him and him. I think it's one of those defenses, but I also think they'll never get their credit if they don't do what they need to do at the end of the season. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing that CJ Stroud said last year. He said, you know, obviously he had a great career, but he was like, people are going to say, I never won the game. He's like, I understand. You're going to say, I never won a championship. I understand. And like people, he's discredited. His career is discredited because he never did those things. But I mean, he's still a dog. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State fans suck for what they, for for the way they treated CJ when he was there. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not one of them because I knew CJ was elite. Um, yeah, for for a very long time, it didn't take me long. I'm not gonna lie. The first Mar- the first uh, ooh, it wasn't Maryland. It was um, who was Minnesota? The first game against Minnesota. I wasn't I wasn't all the way sold. But if it, it, it in two years of CJ Stroud, you don't see an elite quarterback. I don't know what to tell. And he's 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 proven in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's proven no, that no, he was elite the whole time. For sure. For yeah. sure. The only reason I don't have those reservations, those same reservations with the defense is that they didn't last year. I don't think they they didn't give up big plays because it was Georgia and the team up north. They were giving up big plays the whole season. Yeah. You know, giving up big plays to, you know, Toledo, a whole lot of lesser opponents. So I think it's like the phil- the philosophical change has done a lot for it. So for I'm sure. hoping that doesn't all of a sudden creep in when we start playing good teams, but I, I think that that was just something that was fundamentally wrong with the defense last year. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine it will though. I, I would imagine, I would imagine if our defense was to be picked apart this year, it would be a lot more systematic than in previous years. Sure. I, I, yeah. I could, I could see, I can already see like a soft zone getting picked up at me over here raging, but it's a lot better. Like, like, like I was saying, it was, it's, that's a lot better than, you know, 70 yard tug after 70 yard tug. You know, um, force them to walk down the field and force teams to beat you. And, you know, there's so many teams. I mean, you if you force the offense to be perfect, then, you know what I mean? That's all you could do as a defense. What scares me is if we get behind in the game and we end up having to be more aggressive on defense. That is that other Mm -hmm. step back in. Yeah, because that's that's what we saw against, you know, the the in the game last year. You know, started blitzing like crazy and all of a sudden it's 70 yards here, 50 yards here, 40 yards here. You know, it's just people are like shooting wrong gaps. People are getting undisciplined. And um, it's also that when we get down, people's confidence starts to drop. And it's like we, you don't play with the same intensity. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, no matter what, like, you know, all the coaches say it. And obviously it's easier, easier said than done that, you know, no matter what the score is, like you got to give 110 percent. But obviously last year we didn't do that when we got in those tough games, those those tricky situations. But um, I feel like we haven't. We haven't been really in that situation yet, like down two, three scores and trying to claw way back. And so we haven't really seen like what this what this year's defense has to offer, like in, in the face of adversity. And I hope we don't have to get there. Right. I mean, I, I think they, they they had a it was a must stop play against Notre Dame, you know, had to get off the field. Type of you know got got a three and out on you rem- you remember that North Dame yeah, flash drive yeah yeah so uh, I'm not talking about like must stop plays because I mean yeah like must stop plays like yeah I'm, I'm sure they come in strong but I'm saying like uh so think about last year we went down 14 and then it's oh, like yeah. okay what are we doing you know then it's then it's 21 then it's 28 I just don't think we have the offense to supplement going down 14 I well it the well, it depends it depends. We so definitely if we go down 14, it definitely has to be one dimensional. We can only throw the ball, but then teams are going to know that we can only throw the ball. So they're going to double Marv and then they're going to 
you know, just go zone across the board, a man across the board. And there's some Ohio State fans who will literally tell you if we can't run the ball, it'll be all the offense needs. <laughs> the way the running game looks sometimes. We have we have so many stretches throughout games where we just every first down is just just chalk it. Just next down, we we, we might as well just start the drives on second and eight. Because everything gonna be second and eight and second and nine. Because yeah. all we do, we we gonna we gonna sit there, we're gonna hand it off to whoever the running back is. He's gonna get clocked in at negative one yards, he's gonna drop his legs for a yard. Somebody said uh Ryan Day needs to start calling whatever play he was gonna call the, the down before. So just <laughs> the first round play, call the call the second down play on first down. And, and yeah. I, I hate some of his fourth down plays. So he just needs to call those on third and get him out of the way. And no, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, calling calling jet sweeps on fourth down, calling like the, wide, the bubble, the, the bubble for like, yeah, of, like what are we doing? Yeah. And bubbles look like if you call a bubble as a coach. You have to have the numbers. If you don't have the numbers, like against Penn State, you know how crazy we look on that fourth down when you bubble screen and you have two receivers trying to guard three corners and a linebacker. Granted, like, granted, you can make the argument that Colonel Tate sold on his block. On, it on was that, like it, it was like three people there. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't a one block. I mean, I, so, maybe I need to go rewatch it. So, so, so Carnell sold. Yeah, no, down Colonel definitely the sold on the block but still the play call was still bad like i did i still didn't agree with the play call regardless even if he would have made the block it still would have been tough to get that first down but he he definitely and did not get a hand yeah or, and we, we we don't need to be calling fourth and goal on uh close in close games against matchup opponents our fourth down play does not need to hinge on somebody who was in high school 200 days ago blocking yeah so yeah. I mean I, I I just like I don't know I, I've told you what I want to see in these short yardage situations I, I want I would prefer to have three receivers out there not for bubbles but to space it out and and see very clearly if we have the numbers and if not I think we have weapons all around the field dude Cade Stover is a real weapon um, they keep they keep sticking <laughs> they keep sticking Luke Montgomery and Caden Curry in the game. For one play, they have not played the entire game. They stick him in for one play, and then they expect him to go blow somebody off the line. Uh, do do y'all watch Caden Curry on these fullback plays? Because they, they stick him in, and you would think he's running in there and knocking people's heads loose. Half the time he in there. If he, can, if he can find someone, he does. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if he can find him. someone. I yeah, mean, that's he, that's 90% of the, the, the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, yeah. so last, last week, last week he ran through the hole and didn't really, didn't really get to block anybody and fell through the hole. And while he was on his back, was trying to drag Chip into the end zone with him. <laughs> so it's, def- it's definitely not effort. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> that boy's goofy. He's goofy. Um, lo- looking forward to Wisconsin. What do we need to do against Wisconsin to continue our undefeated streak? Stop zero. Braylon Allen. Got yeah. Stop him. Yeah, Braylon Allen. Um, it's going to be um, good to run into an offense that is, you know, as a, a well, you know, they said the same thing about Penn State, but you know, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, um, we have to stop the run, um, and I expect the defense to be dominant, quite frank, and I expect the same from the offense. What I'm watching in that game is probably more for the third quarter um, when we start getting some young guys in there. I think. 
Um, I think we might, this could be some of the game where we could get some of the red shirt guys in there. Um, but at the same time, I can also see this being like one of those that has to go, it's going into the fourth quarter because we've been so amped up about a Penn state win last week that we take carried it on to this week. So it's one of those, it's one of those games where like, I, 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 on paper, I'm looking at it and I just think Ohio state is a much better team, but I also think. Like you said, Braylon Allen is an NFL running back. And, you know, with when the team around him, if you if you get some guys in there who are checked out or believe in the hype from the Penn State game, you know, you could put yourself in a situation where you're in dangerous water. Right. Right. So it's going to be more of, you know, before it was, you know, D-line, JT, and Jack, you know, y'all got to get to the quarterback. I think this game is going to be Tyleek and Mike Hall, like, is going is going to be on you because Braylon's coming down a gap b gap and they're going to run that ball all day. Linebackers, um, big thirty Tommy. game on the way. I'm guessing. Yeah. So yeah, this this will be a game where I would like to see Cody Simon in. Yeah, you know? I, I would I would like to see uh, Cody in, and then uh, I would like to see Sony Sony in as well with with them as, as kind of like a a safety or, or a nickel. But I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see what they do. Yeah, Sonny's been in early the last two games, which I like. You know, he's he's been that dynamic threat on the defense. Um, you know, Tommy, Tommy has some was it, I think it was this last week. Yeah, he had a big whiff, like big missed tackle. And I was just like, dang, that's not like Tommy. You know, it's been so like him of late, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, he, he can't do that this game because that boy on the other side of the ball is 240 pounds. And if he go one on one against Latham Ransom. Yeah, we, we we can't play that defense where our safety's got to come down and, and get and get one on one hits on the linebacker. We might kill Josh Proctor and Latham Ransom. Yeah, because them boys will go down there and try to make that tackle and go down there and die on that field. So we need to just relax, play sound defense, have them running backs touched before they get to the second line. Yeah, yeah, they. I, I want them on run plays. I want them clean up only. <laughs> yeah, for I, don't, sure. I don't want them initiating nothing. No, no, I, I don't know. Want no Wisconsin helmets hitting late in here, bro. Like, yeah, yeah like, no, right. we don't need that. We need everybody healthy. We need everybody good going to the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Corey, which one to see? Man, I'd like to see us just go out there and put some points up on the board to start the game, you know, and not and not wait until the second half to show an offense. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's 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 all I want to see. I don't I don't want to see a close game late because that's when you know crazy stuff happens. Yep. Yeah. And go ahead and put it away. I don't want to see them out there, you know, trying stuff. You know how Ryan likes to do. He he doesn't like he he tries to call every game. You know it's gonna be a tight game. Like like just go out there and beat them, please. Mm-hmm. Ryan yeah. will sit there. Inside zone might not work once, but he'll call it twelve times because he feels like well we're gonna need that against teams down the road. It's like. You're wasted drives with these plays. Right. You got to call the game as it is at hand. You can't say yeah. what's – you can't be thinking about other weeks. And stuff we all like know that. the cycle. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Ryan Day for you. So, uh, Wisconsin on Saturday. What time do they play? 7.30. We got the night game. Night game. Night game. We got the night game. Me and Corey were at that game last year, actually, the night uh, Wisconsin game. Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, was wearing the LV cleats. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> I was no uh, there. So we're we're at Wisconsin this year. So um, I don't think that's gonna make that shouldn't make too much of a difference that we're not in our home stadium. Yeah, sh- shouldn't. But you know, but it's okay. Big Ten football. So I gotta I gotta see something out of Kyle. 
That's yeah. it. I feel like I feel like in in that game in that game on Saturday, he was the only person on the field. And it's gonna sound it's, it's like it's gonna sound bad. He was the only person on the field that wasn't elite. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what we that's what we said going into the season. Like everyone else played a great game, but mm-hmm. Kyle, and that's what that's yeah. what kept the game close. Mm-hmm. Even the yeah. offensive line, you can't can't blame them this game. They they they, yeah. they were created. So, nah, definitely want 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 to see improvement out of Kyle. Um, you know, Ryan says a lot about how Kyle is extremely mentally strong and he's, you know, this and he's unflappable and this and he's that. So let's see it. Yeah, we yeah, we need you to put it on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh I was watching Nightcap last night with Unc and Ocho, and they he made a good statement. He said, you know, when five stars come in, like you were recruited by you recruited because you're a five star, but now that you're here, you gotta prove it. I ain't seen five star Kyle yet. I'm waiting on it. I seen I seen one five star drive out of him and back back in Notre Dame, but yeah, know, yeah, but because it really should. I, I need it's I need I need a I need a five star game, not a five star drive. Mm-hmm. It's starting to look like eighteen was possible by two of them stars, two and a half. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, let's go up into two up, two down. You can repeat. Doesn't matter, uh, Corey. Since you're the guest, I'll let you go first. What you want, ups or downs first? Ups. Um, for my first up, I will take Jermaine Matthews, like before. I mean, just to have him out there and him to be able to play solid as he did and not go out there and try to do too much and just play within the constraints of the defense. I mean, that's that's all you can ask for from a freshman, you know, yeah, playing, sure. playing in place of a guy like Denzel Burke who's been having a you know, all American season, you know, a lot of times a player can go out there and try to be the other guy. He just, he just went out there and played his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. And uh, for my second up, I got Cody Simon because I mean, I feel like, I feel like I owe him one because I don't, I didn't, I didn't talk a lot of trash about him being in the game and how they threw the ball right over his head on that third and long at Notre Dame. But I mean, like for, for what they have him on the team for, he did his thing. No, that's crazy. I was literally about to up Cody Simon for the same reason because I've been slandering bro for so long. Yep. I, I got to give his credit where he hoops. So no, for sure. For yep. sure. Yeah. And, and some of the things that I hadn't seen from the other linebackers in a couple games, I saw from Cody this game. Mm-hmm. Just, just, and they just, just being able to play fast like that. That tackle that he made in the backfield when they were in the red zone, he he didn't even think about it. He just, yep. you know, you use a missile straight for the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like, like what I saw from him last week. Um, two up, Dave. Go ahead. Uh, so um, my first up is gonna be, and this might be partly Donovan Jackson too, but it's gonna be Carson Winsman. I thought the middle of the offensive line played really well um last game. Like I said, when when I was watching a lot of these runs, I, I was seeing a lot of push, which is something I am missing. So um. I thought they played really well. There was one drive. Um, I forgot when the drive actually was, but we popped off like three or four, seven to 10 yard runs on the drive. And I, I, I thought that was the best our offensive line has had looked all, uh, all, all year. Um, yeah. Also, you know, when the whole offensive line does well, you kind of got to give some credit to the center because that's the quarterback of the offensive line. So right. I'll go him. Um, as far as defense, I mean, you can, you can go so many different places. So, um, I'm gonna go Jim Knowles 
um, just because I feel like he's really doing a great job. I'm, I'm, it just seems like he's just like, I want to blitz so bad. But he's doing a good job, but just like, cool out, bro. Like, we're, we're playing well. You know, we can rush for the four is getting there and play coverage behind it, and our coverage is playing exceptional. Um, so I, I really like what I'm seeing from Jim Knowles. Also, we finally got the defensive end rotation that I have been begging and asking for. And, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a coach or nothing, but I think it was a, it was a great performance from the defensive line because, you know, we saw guys like Kenyatta Jackson out there, like Caden Curry out there. These, you know, previous year, previous uh, weeks, Caden Curry began more snaps at fullback than defensive end. So, like, uh, I, I just want to see them out there, not only because I feel like they're really good players and we're going to need them. They're going to be our best player where they're going to be, you know, we're going to be depending on them next year. Not only that, but also, you know, I, I think, you know, you want to keep Jack and JT as fresh as possible. So, sure. you know, I think Jim Knowles is doing a good job and, you know, probably Larry Johnson as well, but doing a good job of, of everything with that defense. So, For sure. For sure. Uh, for my two ups, uh, I'm going to go Marv. I mean, he's setting records, 11 for 162. And uh, even amongst the couple drops that he had, he's still unstoppable. I mean, the only person stopping him is himself right now. <laughs> and, I mean, which is, which is crazy. Uh, and then my other up, I'm going to go the the front four, defensive line. Um, and when I say front four, I'm not talking about just the starting four. I'm just talking about, you know, everybody that was responsible for that front four. Um, containing the run game, getting pressure on the quarterback all game. Forcing, you know, uh, quick throws, bad throws, stuff like that. You know, like I said, the other quarterback, Drew Allen, went 18 for 42. So, you know, all that wasn't just him, his receivers dropping balls or him throwing bad balls. You know, he, the D-line got there. So I really appreciate sure. that. So uh, those are my up. So two down, Corey, we'll, we'll go back through. Corey, what's your two down? Uh, my and first- it doesn't have to be two, but. Yeah, my my first down. I mean, y'all can probably guess this one. It's, it's gonna be Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not riding with him anymore because I, I mean, I, I I am a fan of him. I want to see him play better, but that's like that's that's it. I want to see him play better. Yeah, yeah, you know. And for my second down, this is gonna be a little weird, but my second down is Julian Fleming. I feel like I feel like this was a game where we needed to see something out of him. You know, with with Mech missing and things just being slow on the offensive end, I don't think he's made the impact that you would expect from a fourth-year player. I don't think he's no. made the impact any year. Yeah. That he's been well, that's team. if you if you, if you you consider him to be, you know, he was he came in as the number one receiver in the right. country. Yeah. Right. And he, I mean, he he gets a good amount of snaps. And I, I'm getting yeah. – I, mean, I don't I don't watch him a lot, but he, he must be the best run blocker ever. Or or what whatever he's doing out there, they must really like it because I just feel like there's more dynamic players that we could have out there. I agree. Yeah, they talk about his run blocking all the time. So. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like them. That I'm not a coach like you said, but I mean, there must be something that he's doing that's keeping him on the field. But yeah, I just yeah. feel like in a in a in a matchup game like that, like we gotta see something out of Julian. I don't I don't think he had a catch. I don't think so. I'm trying no. Last um, Julian catch I, I remember was that fourth down one on Notre Dame that I'm like, bro, <laughs> get upfield, bro. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that jump, yeah, that that jump had me stressed out. Yeah, let me. But that's uh, understandable. Down, I can check the I can check the box score real quick to see if he had a catch. Uh, that's Penn State, right. Ohio State. Uh, one for nine. Yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta see a little more out of you, dog. You got you gotta help Marv. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mar Marv over there getting double, triple covered. Yeah, yeah I mean, and still and still got eleven catches. Yeah, we we need something out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for for sure. Mar Marv is over here putting on a receiver showcase, and you're here <laughs> looking like a Patriots receiver. And so like, and uh, that uh and that catch that Julian had one for nine. That's the one he fumbled. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna need him tighten up his job. It's like it's like, bro. Like half the defense is guarding Marvin. <laughs> right. And, and, and I'm, and I'm, Somebody's got to step up. And we haven't really yeah. talked about Cade, but I mean, Cade's drawing a lot of attention too. So yeah, I mean, Cade is like that. Cade, yeah, Cade is like that. Right. I'm, guessing, um, I'm guessing Julian's getting one on one everywhere. So you know, he got to separate a little bit. Dude, dude. Um, I don't, he had, I actually, he did have a drop against Purdue last week. I remember it was a, a, a series of drops last week. Um, I think it, it, it's really tough to give anybody on the defense a down. Um, so I'm not, I'm not even going to do it because I'll be nitpicky. So I'm not going to do it to 71, 71 either. I felt like he had, I, feel, I ain't going to lie. I felt like 71 had a fairly solid game. He had a hold, but he had a, a pretty solid game. So I ain't, I ain't going to do it either. I can't, I can't be creative with this one. I got to go with Kyle as well, man. Like, I like, bro, we have to see more from Kyle McCord. Dude. Bro, bro, like, we need you. No, no, like, I can't, like, yeah. I can't even run around like, nah, bro, you got to play better. I can't even do that with a straight face, bro. No, Kyle has got to play better. I don't know how many games we'll have where I feel like we're dominating across the board as far as in these matchup games. I feel like it's not going to be often. I feel like there's going to be game uh, plays in the Michigan game where our receivers are going to get beat to hell at the line of scrimmage, or I already know there's going to be plays where Josh Simmons is perhaps, you know, getting turned around or whatever the case may be. And I need a special quarterback and on those plays, you know what I mean? Um, and so I, I need to see more from Kyle, you know, e even, even though we don't like like that floor general game manager, you know, tag that Ryan tried to put on him. We at least need that though. At, at, <laughs> at the least we need that. And, you know, we expect a lot out of you, bro. You're a Ryan day quarterback. Ryan day quarterbacks have been Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, CJ Stroud. Uh, these are all first round uh, quarterbacks. So, um yeah definitely need more from kyle and then my next down is going to be it it's tough to put <laughs> i'm not gonna say i'm i'm gonna say the 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 down is us the fans because devin brown got hurt i'll go say that robert ain't him but <laughs> I really like what I saw at that red zone package again for the second week. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. We got to see what it looks like against this. But he was running. If you look at the play, he was going to score. But bro fell right on his ankles, and he was grabbing for his ankles instead of reaching over for, for the touchdown. I'm not saying he should have reached. I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's what happened. Right. So, you know, us. But I, maybe I should have said red zone offense is down. Honestly, that's probably what I should have said. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just – I felt like, damn, we're starting to answer these short yardage issues and these red zone issues, and then never get hurt. So once again, back at it. You know, let's try to figure out what we could do in the red zone and third down conversions because those are really important. We're starting to see what type of team we are. We're not, 
We're not the 2019 Ohio State Buckeyes. We're not the 2021 Ohio State Buckeyes. We're a lot closer to that 2002 team. You know, run the ball, play play good, you know, play great defense. And, you know, at this point, it's looking like we're going to be playing possession ball when it gets down to the the, the playoffs. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, y'all, y'all said all needed to be heard. My down's comma court, too. Just need to see more. So hopefully next week. <laughs> Hopefully next week there's not a trilogy of Kyle McCord downs. No, uh, for, for sure. I tried to get somebody else a down, Kyle. I tried. I tried. Hey, hey, it's, there was no one else on the field. There is <laughs> nobody else on the football field that I could do it with a straight face. I you know. Could, you could reach and say uh, Lorenzo Styles, but I don't even think that was his fault. But that was a that was a big turnover. I mean, no, that was his fault. Like at some got, point, we do have to talk about our special teams not being special when we're one one of the only like five teams in college football with a special teams coach, but. I, we we ain't got time today. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, Lorenzo Styles doesn't kick a ball next game because he got the Peter call, but he just was like, "I didn't hear it." And, come on, like the guy's pointing like this, like Peter, Peter. Come on, man, tighten up. Anyway, your brother hooping, so you good, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um. So Wisconsin, seven thirty Saturday. It's gonna be, you know, obviously any Big Ten game is is a big game. So hopefully we can come out of that with a win, continue our streak, and then we get into, um, I don't know who we play after that, but we'll get there. We we'll yep. get there. Yep, week by week, bro. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, of course, as always, Coach Day, appreciate you for hopping on and talking to me. Uh, Corey, appreciate you hopping on and being a guest on episode. Don't be a stranger if you want to hop on again. Just let me know. We'll get connected and get right. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Of course. This has been a walk on O Block to all my fans. Appreciate y'all. Make sure I like, subscribe, Patreon in the link in the bio. Hit that two dollars a month, whatever. Follow Instagram, all that jazz. Appreciate y'all. And until next week.